0: That's the best. I should have a firework up here. Uh, sure, I'll take the firework. Fire. Actually, the word I wrote on my notes today was to burn. The Lord said to burn, so all right. We'll see if my, it's, it's an actual boomstick. It's not going to do anything, is it? Okay. No, no, He's got a remote down there, you know. <laughs> if, if I'm going too long... <laughs> and I disappear. (laughs) No, he's had the remote. (laughs) Wow, so good. Man, what a powerful morning. I am so excited about what the Lord is doing and what he's releasing, and I'm just, you know, excited about this series that we're entering into. We're here to encounter Jesus. Anybody encountering the Lord this morning? Your destiny for the next billion years is to encounter Jesus, and there's no greater thing that we could ever have to do than to encounter Him. What an awesome privilege it is. And out of that, our lives are transformed, transformation is released as we encounter Him. And we are in a series right now called The Overcoming Church, and I am very excited about this series I actually want to hit the verse that uh that Jerry hit earlier. Thank you so much Jerry for leading us in communion. I'm so thankful for our whole team here. I'm thankful for our elders, uh Steve Williamson, Daniel Audi, are you in here today? There's Daniel Audi right there and uh and Andrew Fish, our team here and uh appreciated that word, Justin. You're Sharing that, can we just praise the Lord for these twins up here this morning? <laughs> wow! Mm. Woo! Ah! <laughs> <Aww. laughs> now all the attention has shifted. <laughs> I'll have to go breach over there. I mean, you can't compete with that at all. I'm glad this isn't a competition. So I want to talk this morning just about overcoming the accuser and the victory that the Lord has given us. And I believe that even as I'm sharing this morning, the Lord is going to go back and there are things even back, in, even in our childhood years, that he is going to break off of us today. And, you know, we are all in process. Every single one of us here, we never reach this point in the Lord where you are there. We are always in process in our time here on earth. And so he is working. And, and your destiny is to be free from every accusation, but not only to be free from accusation yourself, but where you go, accusation has to flee. And so I believe the Lord's going to give us tools for that this morning. I believe he's, all kinds of things are going to be washed off of us. I believe we're going to burn this morning. He's going to burn some things off of us. I believe he might blow some things off of us with the power of the Holy Spirit within us this morning. And so the book of Revelation is a glimpse into spiritual reality. It is a glimpse into what's going on in heaven. And heaven is your home. The chair you're in there is not your home. The home that you call home is a temporary home, but really heaven is your home. And you are seated with Christ right now in the heavenly places, and you're going to spend the next billion years somewhere else in your heavenly home. And so revelation gives us that open door into reality. The things that we see this morning came from invisible reality. What you see in flesh and blood, there's something more real than what we perceive with our natural eyes. And so Revelation 12, 10 says, I heard a loud voice, say loud voice, voice. there you go, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come, whoo. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, he who accuses them before our God day and night. And they overcame him, say overcame, Overcame. let's say it with a loud voice, overcame, and they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of the testimony and they did not love their lives even when faced with death. What an awesome word, thank you for your word, Lord. So first I want us to see that they overcame, that part of our overcoming is walking in connection with each other. And there are going to be individual victories that we have, but it's very important for us to be connected, that we are a they, we are the body of Christ, and we are an overcoming people. And so they overcame him, and I love this, and that is the Greek word nikao, and, and actually, like when Nike shoes, it's actually stolen from a Greek word that means to overcome. And that is that word. It does not say they barely made it through. And I just want to tell you that your destiny in Christ today is not to barely make it through. We're not here to survive and just get, hopefully we're going to get out of here as soon as we can. You are an overcomer. And we are an overcoming people. And we overcome because of three things. Because of the blood of the Lamb. The finished work of Jesus on the cross. That there is nothing to add to what he did on the cross. And because of the word of our testimony. That we align our testimony with the victory of the blood. And we speak what the Lord is saying. Our testimony, we come into agreement with what Jesus has done for us on the cross. And then we don't love our life even when faced with death. We keep saying yes to Jesus wherever that takes us. Is anybody here signed up wherever it goes? Wherever he takes us. Today, people are being martyred. Our brothers and sisters are being martyred. People are giving their lives today. And none of us knows. There may be ones of us in this room, Lord, what an honor it would be to give my life for you, for my blood to be shed as a follower of Jesus. And I'm here, and I know you're here, that wherever this journey with Jesus takes me, I'm signed up, the answer is yes. Can we just start out saying yes, if that's our heart? Lord, wherever it takes me, you're good, I trust you, I'm on the journey. If I I live to be 99 here on earth, should he tarry? That's awesome. If somewhere on the journey he says it's my time and I get to lay my life down as a martyr, declaring that Jesus Christ is Lord with my last breath, what an honor. And they did not even love their lives, even when faced with death. So, the accuser is the name of our enemy. It's actually, even, even the, the, the Greek word for Satan actually comes from, from accuser. And so what he's doing day and night, The accuser of our brethren who has been thrown down, who accuses them before our God day and night. And for us, so that accusation is going on 24-7, right? That's what the accuser is doing. And so for us, and what I want to help us with today, is we don't want to have, I don't want to have any place in my life that agrees with the accuser. No matter what your life looks like right now, I do not want to agree with the accuser. I want to come into agreement with what Heavenly Father says over your life. And boy, I want to tell you something, there's a a lot of accusation floating around out there. And see, we are called to fill the earth with the word of testimony, so that accusation begins to be squeezed out of the atmosphere. I mean, sometimes I just wonder what would happen if we as believers were operating in Acts 2, 17, that every single one of us was prophesying, prophesying, dreams, visions, declaring what the Lord says, filling the atmosphere with the word of the Lord, what would happen? What would happen if we so filled media with the word of testimony that you could hardly find an accusation on the internet? <laughs> your destiny is to overcome by the blood of the Lamb. And instead of releasing accusation, you're going to release the word of your testimony. So what, it, what is it that we have Says, I heard a loud voice saying, "Salvation, power, kingdom of our God, and the authority of His Christ have come." That's uh, those are much better things than accusation. Yeah. <laughs> I choose those. So we are testifying of salvation. We are testifying of power. We are testifying of the kingdom of our God, and we are testifying of the authority of his Christ. All right? All right. So, you have salvation, power, kingdom of God, authority of Christ. The devil has accusation. Somebody's got a better deal. <laughs> We've got a much, much better deal. So our word needs to be, Jesus, I come into agreement with everything you purchase with your blood. I align my words to testify of salvation, power, the kingdom of God, and the authority of Christ. All right. The enemy comes to Jesus. What does he say? If. If you are the son of God, command these stones to be bread. We've all heard the enemy come with things like that. When the the enemy comes like that, it's, it's laced with what's behind it is you're probably not the son of God. What makes you think you're the son of God? Who are you? To say that you're the son of God. If you are the son of God. Then throw yourself down. For it is written. He will give his angels charge concerning you. By the way. The devil can speak scripture huh? And scripture can come forth. With a spirit of accusation behind it. And, and the devil loves to do that. But before Jesus went into the wilderness, his heavenly father spoke to him. And when heavenly father speaks to you, it marks your life. And so Jesus' father marked his life and said, This is my beloved son. Now, what did the devil say? If you are the son, what does the father say? You are my son, you're my beloved son, and I am really pleased with you. I am smiling over your life, and I mark your life with that. You know, it's so powerful when a a father and a mother speaks to a child. In fact, sometimes as a parent, it's a scary thing. (laughs) You know, the, the authority that we have to mark our children. You know, I, I remember one day I was I was out I was out running, and this was back when, like I, I was home from college. I mean, this is like many years ago, and I will never forget the moment my dad drove by. And when he got when I got home, he said, "Son, you looked really good out there today, running." It just was one of those moments that that marked my life when my father spoke to me and told me some about who I am. And my dad was a track star, you know, so for him to, he knew, he knew a lot about running. And so, that, that meant so much to me. And it is, it's part of what has shaped my identity And you see, what the enemy wants to steal from a generation, he wants to steal their identity. The accuser wants to steal identity. The accuser tries to mark you with a lower identity to keep you from your high calling. But God is raising up fathers and mothers. He's raising up a people who carry something that's more powerful than the marking of the enemy. Who bring an overcoming spirit that washes people from the false and lower identities. And raises them up and says, you are a son of God. You are a good mother. You are a great father. You are a mighty man of God. And one of the greatest joys that I have had in my life is to declare identity over people when they don't look anything like what I'm declaring over their lives. I even got to do to someone this week. I got to say, you're a, you're a man of God. You are a worshiper. Things weren't necessarily looking that way. Fathers and mothers, we, we lift higher and we lift people out of the place where the enemy has tried to mark our lives. And by the power of the blood, we raise people up into their identity. So they overcome because of the blood of the Lamb. Can you say the blood? Now, guys, the devil is terrified of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. It was the blood that was put over the doorpost at Passover. The angel of death could not, whether he wanted to or not, he could not touch that house because of the power of the blood. And every drop of blood that was ever shed for a sacrifice in the Old Testament Was a foretaste of the sacrifice of Jesus. Of the perfect sacrifice of the unblemished Lamb of God. The power of the blood. Hebrews 12, 24 says, And to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, which is so much better than the old covenant. And the sprinkled blood which speaks better than the blood of Abel. Now, the blood of Jesus is speaking over your life. The blood is testifying over your life. The blood of Jesus is testifying on your behalf, and you are who the blood of Jesus says you are. Not who this world says you are. And so we are going to bring people into agreement with who Jesus says they are. And I want to tell you something. Our harvest, we're going to see miracles of identity in people. We're going to see people coming out of worldly, demonic identity mindsets and into the truth of who they are in Christ. We're going to see people's bodies healed because of things that have been done because of false identity. This is part of our harvest. And as the people of God, we're going to come in where there's so much confusion and delusion about whether you're whatever you are, and they keep adding letters and pluses and minuses and all kinds of things. But God made them male and female. And we're going to come with compassion. We're going to come with love. We're going to come with grace and mercy and truth. And we're going to see people made into overcomers and brought in to their full identity. And some of those people right now who are caught in that are actually called to be leaders of the next movement of God. And it's actually not an optional thing for us to see them restored. We must see them restored. And we will see miracles of restoration and transformation. So they overcame him because of the blood of Jesus, testifying on their behalf, and because they brought their testimony into agreement with the testimony of the blood. I align my testimony with the testimony of the blood of Jesus, with everything that he died for. All right. So you get salvation, power, kingdom, and authority of Christ. The devil has what? All right. So the blood, and they overcame because of the word of their testimony. And let's look at that a little bit more. And by the way, I love being a part of a culture where testimony is so important. And, and can I just say, like some of us were praying this week, even as we look into 2023, and one of the words that came forth is like, there's going to be a lot more testimony that's going to come forth as, as we go forward as a people. We begin our staff meetings with testimony. We just set the atmosphere. What did the Lord do this week? What did you see him do? And we begin to testify. Your testimony is powerful. And it activates in your life what Jesus has done for you on the cross. You're aligning your confession with the cross. Your testimony is powerful. And, and I really felt this morning, even as I was praying over this message, that there are those in the room that you've allowed the enemy to convince you that your testimony is not that powerful. You know, I, I've heard those voices before. Well, you know, I grew up in a Christian home. Got saved when I was eight. Um, I, I wasn't a drug dealer. Uh, I, I never murdered anyone. But I don't want to tell you... My testimony is powerful. That Jesus saved me when I was eight. And he's kept me all my life and never left me. And I'm thankful for my testimony. Your testimony is powerful. The Hebrew word for testimony, which Hebrew is a language used in the the Old, Old Testament, comes from the word that I'm not even, uh, there it is. <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I was looking at that, I'm not sure how to say that. To return, to go about, to repeat again. So there's an element that when we declare a testimony, we're declaring, you know what? If God did it for me, he'll do it for you. He will do it again. God can and will do it again. And the accuser hates your testimony. Because it's powerful. It reminds him of the blood of Jesus. So we bring our minds and our mouths and our hearts into agreement with the finished work of Jesus on the cross. And then it says they did not love their lives even when faced with death. And that is that continual saying yes. Yes, Jesus. Whatever the yes is today. The yes is crossing the street to just see how your neighbor is doing. You say yes. When the yes is just sitting and being still and worshiping, you say yes. You just keep, yes, Lord. Let's just say that again. Yes, Lord. Lord. They kept laying down their lives following Jesus every day. I say yes to whatever you have today, Jesus. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Psalm 109 verse 4 psalmist says, in return for my love, they act as my accusers, but I'm in prayer. And I love that, and I want to hit that for just a few moments here this morning. Um, Because we choose all the time, we have the choice between accusation or intercession. They have come as accusers, but rather than aligning with accusation... And firing accusation back at them. I am in prayer. I went into a conversation with God. Rather than agreeing with the enemy in accusation. I'm going to step into the place of intercession. And come into a conversation with God about it. Now what's going to happen as the church where we're going. We learn to not be sucked into accusation. And to step into agreement with the intercession of heaven. Romans 8, 26. In the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness. Can you say weakness? Anybody here have some of that in your life? Yes, you do. And it's okay. I have weakness in my life. You have weakness in, in your life. We're, it's okay. We're authentic. Our being open, honest. I, and I'm thankful for an authentic house. Where we can just be who we are, where we are, and secure in the Lord. I love that about this house. For we do not know how to pray as we should, but the Spirit himself, what? What is Holy Spirit doing? He's interceding. What do you have? You have weakness. Somebody's praying for you. Somebody who if anyone could accuse you, Holy Spirit would be a somebody who could because he doesn't have stuff in his life, right? But he's choosing to intercede for you. With groanings too deep for words. So when there's weakness, what does Holy Spirit do? He intercedes. Who do I want to live my life in agreement with? I think I choose Holy Spirit. I've been in agreement with the accuser and I don't want to be in that place anymore. In the place of weakness, the devil releases accusation. But in the place of weakness, Holy Spirit releases intercession. Wow, that's awesome. I get to come into agreement with Holy Spirit who's inside of me. He's already interceding. Like I don't even have to make it up. I don't even know how to make it up. But Holy Spirit is praying inside of me. I will not partner with the enemy's accusation over your life. I will partner with Holy Spirit's intercession over your life. I will not partner with the enemy's accusation. I will partner with Holy Spirit's intercession. I will partner with the Father's declaration over your life. And not the voice of accusation that's over your life. I will declare salvation, power, the kingdom of God, and the authority of His Christ over your life. Because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. The story of Job. Story of a man who went through a a very, very difficult test. The enemy came, said, Lord said, Job, he's, he's, he's a righteous man. But Job's friends, as Job began to go through these struggles, and the accuser was there who had been accusing Job, they, instead of aligning with intercession, Of the heart of God, of the Spirit of God, they chose to align themselves with the accuser. They said all kinds of things. Here they are speaking to Job Is not your wickedness great and your iniquities without end? Wasn't true. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. If you remove unrighteousness far from your tent. That sounds good and religious, but it was not the word of the Lord (laughs) over Job's life. And so, we need to know that there can be this atmosphere of accusation that when you're around it, It's easy to get under it. But we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. Amen? And we rise up to a higher place. So imagine the pressure there was in the spirit realm for Job to respond back to his accusers with accusation. But Job, instead, all that he'd gone through, his friends just standing there accusing him in the midst of it, rather than interceding and just praying. And by the way, sometimes as believers, I think we feel like we always have to come with an answer. You know, we, we come into these situations and you feel like, well, well Job, you know, i It it must be because of this or this or this or this or this or this or this. And sometimes people just need us to be there and pray with them. And to stop trying to fix it. (laughs) This is marriage training. I, (laughs) I remember the day that Marcy told me, she said, I don't need you to try to fix this. I need you to be in it with me. And as a man, I thought, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I am here to fix this. I'm I'm your knight in shining armor, and I'm going to fix this. What do you mean? (laughs) Be with you in the midst of this. Wow. Yeah, that was over 30 years ago. (laughs) Sometimes people need us to be there. And to pray and to say, I don't know why this is going on, but I want you to know I'm with you and I'm for you. I am with you and I'm for you. And so Job, when it would have been so easy to go right back with accusation at his friends, he prayed. And out of that, a miracle of restoration was released. So Job's, what if Job's friends had stepped above the accusation and chosen intercession? Would be a totally different story, wouldn't it? Job chose intercession in a moment when it would have been very easy to choose accusation. Job was an overcomer. (laughs) And by the way, God's not looking for people who haven't been through something. You know, the fact that you're an overcomer means there have been some things in your life to overcome. And the Lord is not ashamed of what you've had to overcome. And there is no accusation over you out of what you've had to overcome. And what you've had to overcome, who you were, does not define who you are now. So accusation or intercession. Last night I made a big mistake. I looked at Facebook at 10.30. Mm -mm, Don't recommend. And I saw... I, I was drawn right into a feed, and whoa, there it was. And one ministry leader made kind of a, a statement that was a bit sarcastic, and and could be taken as a a negative in a way about you know about the church or something. And I, I was like, oh, okay, well that's probably not the best thing to say. And then another friend, ministry leader, or pastor responds back, and boom, you shouldn't stop this. And he was kind of sarcastic in the way he said it. And I'm just sitting here right before bed and I'm going, ah! (laughs) And I was like, well, okay. Yeah. I'm going to get in there and fix this. No. No. (laughs) Now, none of you have ever done that. I have done that a few times. And I've learned that Being slow to speak can be a really good thing. See this scar right here? This scar right here? (laughs) There are times that I spoke too quickly and didn't wait. Slow to speak. Slow to anger. Quick to listen and to hear. And so, you know, I was sitting there. I was like, man, I'm just upset with both of these guys and and it was it was very hard for me to not partner with accusation because both of them and what they wrote was laced with accusation and so I felt the draw into that place of accusation so I would have just been ministry leader number three Come on, get on the boat of accusation. I got up to to take the dog out. And as I was was walking to the door, I realized what I was about to preach today. (laughs) And it was like the Holy Spirit said, you know, you could pray about this. It was was like a a light went on. Yeah. You could pray about this. In fact, you could pray for both of those men that they each fulfill their destiny in me. You could pray for them to be all that I've called them to be. You could pray for them to rise above any warfare that's going on in their lives that would even be trying to hold them back from the next place in their destiny right now. And I began to hear the voice of Holy Spirit. I began to feel his heart for both of them. I, I forgave. I was like, okay, I forgive, him. I forgive him. I let go of any offense. And rather than agreeing and partnering with accusation, I began to partner with Holy Spirit's intercession. Weakness had been revealed. Would I go with the accuser or would I go with the intercessor? Holy Spirit helped me. And I went into that place of intercession. And I want to tell you what a good place that is to be. That is the place that you are created to live. That an overcoming church has chosen to not listen to the voice of accusation and to come out of any agreement with the accuser and to come into full agreement with the blood of Jesus. The word of our testimony, loving not our lives even unto death. Now, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a trail runner. I, I like to get out and run, and this time of year, you gotta, you've got to go out early in the morning. At least I do. Younger guys, you know, you guys go run at 3 p.m., you know. And I like your posts on Strava when you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But for me, I'm trying to be out there by 7 o'clock. But when you're the first runner on a trail in the morning that that has trees on it, um, if you ever see anyone running like this, they're not trying to not fall down. They're trying, they're spider webs. In fact, I hit one the other day. It was so strong. It was the strongest one I've ever hit. It almost, I felt like it was going to push me back. It felt elastic. I was like, what kind of spider is that? And, and so on an early morning run, I'll come back and I'm like covered in spider webs. The other day I saw something moving on my glasses. I thought, oh, all right. I'll, yeah. There are webs out there. <laughs> and we're going to run through some webs. <laughs> but we don't stay in that place. And that atmosphere, when we go through those webs, we don't have to keep them on. And we don't, have to, we don't have to come into agreement with that web. We don't have to go down that road. We get to choose to go down the road that Holy Spirit is leading. Every destructive accusation could have been a redemptive prayer. Accusation will not change a nation. Accusation will not bring revival. Intercession, prayer coming into agreement with who Holy Spirit says you are. That's what brings change. They overcame. I want you to stand right now. They overcame the accuser, because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death. Lord, we thank you right now for your presence in this place. Jesus, we thank you for the the power of the blood, the sprinkled blood of the Lamb. And I thank you that The blood of the lamb is actually violent against the enemy. That it terrifies him. It is not some kind of neutral thing. But we align ourselves right now with the precious sprinkled blood of Jesus Christ himself. And I declare over your mind, your heart, your body right now, the power of the blood of Jesus Christ And I thank you, Jesus, for letting us live in this moment in history. And I thank you, Jesus, that the accuser has been thrown down. He's been overcome. And I thank you, Jesus, that this scripture about overcoming is about us. That we are, Lord, when you, when, that, when you inspired John to write that, Lord, we were in on it. And we say yes to that today. And I just declare over your life that you are an overcomer. To him who overcomes. And I declare that overcomer over your life. And Father, I just want to thank you that right now you are breaking accusation off of us. Father, thank you for restoration of identity this morning in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the power of your blood. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I, I just see the Lord washing off residue. Of past accusation. Particularly accusation as it relates to identity. Lord, thank you for breaking off that accusation. And I just declare it again that you are not what you did in your past. Does not define you something more powerful, (laughs) more precious, Defines your life. Your life is defined by the blood. I just want to open up the front right now. I feel like there are those I want to begin, particularly with those you say, I know my identity. I have wrestled with places in my identity where I'm going in this season. Just come forward right now. I just want to, I just want to pray over you. I want to declare some things over you. Just come on up here right now. not there's no shame in this place. Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Now I just want to ask our ministry teams Our microchurch leaders Our our staff team Would you guys come and just begin to pray And declare identity And just releasing what the Father Says in identity over each one of these Jesus thank you Thank you Thank you. Thank you that accusation is coming down. You are precious. You are chosen. You are a woman of God, a man of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for words of identity that mark our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Man of God. Worshipper. Worshipper. You are a man of breakthrough. You are a breakthrough man. You are a breakthrough man. You are a kingdom man. You are a victorious man. You are a wise man. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, you have what it takes in the Lord. You have what it takes. You are a man who finishes well. You're not just a man who starts, you're a man who finishes. You're a man who finishes the race well. You are an atmosphere changer and shifter. You are a man of shalom and a man of peace. You bring the shalom of heaven. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And what I want the rest of us to do all over the room right now is I want us to speak and declare The word of testimony i just want you to start speaking it out i am saved i am saved i am free just begin to declare i am a miracle worker i see miracles released in god's presence i am an atmosphere changer i am a man of god Begin to speak it out right now. I release peace. I release the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I am blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Father, may we fill our homes with the testimony, with the word of our testimony. May we fill our neighborhoods. May we fill media. With the word of testimony, I break off accusation. Some of you, you're just hearing, well, those are just too small testimonies. That's accusation. There is no testimony too small. Any testimony of what God has done, anything he's done is great. And so, Father, we break off that accusation in Jesus' name. And we declare the silencing of the accuser, of the voice of the accuser. And we thank you, Jesus that we overcome by the blood of the lamb. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now I want you to look at someone near you. I want you to say, you are an overcomer. You are an overcomer you overcome. You are an overcomer this week. And I bless you this week. I bless you this week as you go, that you're releasing the testimony of the Lord. That even places where maybe this week you released accusation, this week you're releasing the testimony of the Lord. The word of your testimony is powerful this week. Yes.